0: who cares what anyone else thinks like it doesn't matter it's so like irrelevant if you're happy with what you're doing like why does anyone else have to care like if they don't want to watch my youtube videos or they don't want to see my content on instagram then just like unfollow it's not that hard i'm not forcing you to watch it or look at the page or anything like that
1: You're listening to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ebony May, and this is an interview episode with Lily Turton. Lily is a 17-year-old YouTuber and food blogger from the Sunshine Coast who loves creating healthy alternatives of favorite meals. Lily tells us how she began sharing her lifestyle on social media, a down the plate, and so much more. I love chatting with Lily, and I know you're going to love listening. Here is my interview with Lily Turton. <laughs> Lily, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to chat with you. The first question I ask every guest is the same, which is, what does real health mean to you?
0: Well, I guess if you would ask me this question like a while ago, honestly, like I would have thought it was just eating well and just like exercising. But over like the past like two years, I've kind of realized it's a lot more than that. Like it's honestly being happy and like like your whole mindset about it. Even like mm-hmm. small things, like how much sleep you get or like how much water you drink, like it all contributes to like your health and like, yeah, I
1: don't know. Yeah, I get that too. I feel like the older you get, the more and like the more experience you have like in the field or like in health and fitness. Yeah. It's just like it means so much more than I guess than you think when you were younger. I totally yeah, resonate exactly. with that. The second thing we do is the next segment, which is the real recap. So how has your last week been?
0: Well, it's been a bit weird. Like we're getting back to school and everything, but it's gone pretty quick. But now that we're starting to get some of our school results back from like so long ago, I can't even like remember what the assignment was or anything mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, like I had work this week. Like it's
1: just gone so quick. <laughs> mm, it must be so bizarre. So you're in your final year. Yeah. Yeah. We were actually meant to have formal last weekend. <laughs> Oh no, that That sucks. Will that be postponed? Fingers crossed,
0: hopefully. It'll be at the end of the year, I'm
1: sure. So, my listeners have a bit more of an idea of who you are. I don't like to ask people what they do because I feel like that doesn't really say as much about them as, you know, who they actually are. So, I like to ask my guests what current stage of life are you in and just tell us a little bit about who you are as a person.
0: Okay, well, my name is Lily Turden and I'm 17 years old and I'm in grade 12 of high school. At the moment, like, just because of what's been going on in the world, like, I do honestly feel a little bit lost just because it's kind of like, oh, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And all of those kind of questions keep coming up. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, like, lucky that I have such, like, a good family and friends supporting me and everything like that. Yeah, I just, like, love health and fitness and – trying to encourage others to kind of live their healthiest life, I guess.
1: How did that start for you? So like, when did you choose to start your Instagram, like that, all the healthy foods and alternatives and stuff like that? And what, I guess, instigated that? Well,
0: I've always been like an active kid. Like I always did surf life saving and um, this thing called sports aerobics, (laughs) Um, but My, like, passion for it kind of sparked back in 2015, actually, when that sugar film came out. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I just found it so interesting, and I think I was only in grade 8, but, like, ever since then, I was, like, really interested in, like, how food, like, affects your body and, like, oh, like, people put, like, stablers and all these different acids into your food, and I just thought it was crazy. But then Mm -hmm. I started my Instagram probably... I think it's just under a year and I don't know people just kept on like saying oh you know like you love your baking lily and like into your fitness and stuff like you should start a page and then one day I was just kind of like yeah you know why not like who cares what anyone else thinks because I was a little bit skeptical because you know I'm still at school people can sometimes say some things and you're like oh I don't want to get bullied or anything like that yeah but it's just kind of grown from there
1: So how did you get over that? Because I didn't start my Instagram or anything like that until after high school and I think that although I wasn't as into health and fitness then, it wasn't as relevant as it is for me now. I feel like in high school that was a time when I was quite self-conscious. So how did you get over that knowing that everyone was going to see your post, everyone was going to watch your YouTube videos? Like how do you get over that?
0: Well, honestly, I'm pretty lucky because my cohort at school oh I couldn't have asked for a better cohort like everyone is so lovely it's so rare like you never really hear of it but honestly like I kind of have a personality that like my parents have always like installed like who cares what anyone else thinks like it doesn't matter it's so like irrelevant it's just like if you're happy with what you're doing like why does anyone else have to care like if they don't want to watch my YouTube videos or they don't want to see my content on Instagram then just like unfollow it's not that hard i'm not forcing you to watch it or what look at the page or anything like that so i guess it's mm. just doing whatever floats your boat
1: <laughs> yeah and that's so great i love that your cohort is so accepting i i had a pretty good cohort but yeah i wouldn't, I, I don't know how how it would have flown if i did start it then <laughs> <laughs> But what would your advice be to other girls who maybe are your age or still in high school and they want to start? It could be any page, like a makeup page, fashion page. Yeah. What would your advice be to them?
0: Honestly, just go for it. Like, if you have a passion, like, I even wish I started my page earlier. And a girl, even that um, lives near me, even dm me and's like, hey, like, I am really passionate about food as well and I want to start a page. And I was like, just do it. Like, Honestly, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, even if someone does say, like, a smart comment to you, like, who cares? Like, Mm. if you love it so much, just start it. Like, why not?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And what do you love about having your food and fitness Instagram?
0: Well, I just love – oh, my favorite thing is when people – Send me a DM and even just tell me that they've made one of my recipes or that, like, I'll go to school and someone will be like, oh, I saw your story this morning, Lily, and it really motivated me. Like, it honestly just makes my day, (laughs) just knowing Mm. that people, it's, like, actually impacting them a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, I'm the same. Like, if somebody says something about the podcast, do you ever forget (laughs) that people are watching? Like, sometimes I just put all this stuff up and, yeah, I put effort into it, but I forget that it's actual people who are watching it so then when people message me saying like oh that podcast was so great I'm like did you listen to it like that's so cool
0: no 100% like when I'm editing my food photos I'm honestly just doing it because I love editing it and like seeing the final product <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And I think that's so important. I think that, like we were saying before we started recording, I was running a little bit late because I was (laughs) cooking something and filming it, and it takes so long. Like, it's definitely a labor of love. I feel like if you go into it, like, just trying to get, like, I mean, it's not like I have a ton of followers, but like trying to get lots of followers or lots of likes or whatever, it's like you won't last because it honestly has to be a labor of love.
0: 100% because people have no idea how long it takes to get the good photo, do a good edit, like you have to do it because you love it.
1: Mm, 100%. Yeah. And w- with the social media world, what would you say you like about social media in general?
0: Um. Honestly, I just love being able to like connect. Like, for example, us two, like we would have never met. We're completely different sides of Australia. And mm. like, the fact that we've been able to connect and talk and we're so like minded. Yeah. I just think it's so amazing that side of it. And even just like getting inspiration from other people's pages to make new recipes and things like that.
1: Yeah, I feel like it can be such a good connection tool. And like I said, but when we did our live together making our mug cakes, um <laughs> I always like stutter when I say that because I don't want people to think I'm saying mud cake. Literally. But, like M U G cake. Um <laughs> Yeah, when we were doing that, I I was just like so overjoyed because I feel like when we were speaking, like the first time we called, I felt like we'd been like friends for ages. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like I've never even been to the Sunshine Coast. So like we literally never would have met. When you do
0: come,
1: you can come stay at mine. (laughs) Thank you. I will. I need to. Well, we were just saying how cold it is here. So when you've got school holidays, I'm going to come up and then not be as cold because I'm freezing. Yeah, yeah. We've got a spare room. (laughs) <laughs> that you and <inhale>. oh, yeah <laughs> we can do more podcasts we can do more cooking yeah that'd be so good <laughs>
0: that's like a plan um
1: what about something that you if you could change something about social media what do you think it would be
0: um it would definitely be like well i don't really know how you change it but i i feel like it can be so detrimental to like girls' well-being like how they perceive themselves like if you scroll through instagram everything is like you know what people say like the highlight reel Mm -hmm. but it can just be so negative on like yourself like if you see a photo of someone else you're like oh like I wish I could look like them or like oh they're so pretty or whatever but like it's literally they put a filter on it some people photoshop as well like it is Mm -hmm. literally the highlight reel
1: yeah, that's a, that's a difficult one because I think, like we said, like it can be such a great platform and I think drawing inspiration is one of my favourite things to do from social media. But I think when you look at it through a lens of insecurity and you come from a place of comparison, that's when it can be really detrimental to yourself. Yeah, exactly. And majority of those girls are like, like, sometimes when they post those photos, like,
0: That's just them, like they just look brilliant, but like it makes me self-conscious, so it's not necessarily their fault at all, but like it's just me and my insecurities.
1: Yeah. And I think it's it's hard to remember. I think we all know that people are obviously posting their best photos. Because like why not? Like I do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like and (laughs) that's and it's not like me trying to look completely different to how I actually do. But and I don't know. And I try to post photos that are like more I don't know.
0: Yeah, in the moment with,
1: yeah yeah
0: I really would like to start posting more photos like that
1: yeah I know same but it's I don't know it's, it's a tricky one I think that if you are in a place where you are comparing yourself and it's making you really sad I think just remembering that Everyone has like their own journey. Everyone's completely different. Like sometimes I look at girls who are competing and I'm like, oh, oh, they've got such like good abs. Like, and then I literally have to ask myself, like, Ebony, do you want to count calories? Ebony, do you want to compete? And I'm like, no. Well, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Oh my God. I don't know. I just, I wanted to bring that up. I know that's not a question that I sent you, but I think (laughs) it's important to address because I I think we all need to just constantly remind ourselves that everyone is so different but that's the beauty of it like if you were following people who were exactly the same as you how boring would that be like that would not be interesting at all
0: exactly but that's why I love following like the keep it cleaner girls just because they like have such an emphasis on just being yourself and not Mm. comparing yourself
1: yeah, me too. They, they are such great role models. Although <laughs> on the other side of things, like when they post a the photo, they're like, oh, this isn't a very good photo because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you look so hot. What are you talking about? I know. It's like, that's what I look like at my best. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that's me on a good day. <laughs> so your kind of jam is like creating healthy alternatives for like fave recipes. So what do you think your favorite recipe recreation is that you've done?
0: That is definitely a tough one. Do you mind if I do, like, a sweet and a savoury? Oh, go for it. Okay, so my vegan nachos. There's a restaurant up here that does vegan nachos, and, like, they gave me the inspiration, and then I made it at home, and, oh, holy moly, the vegan cheese that goes on it is insane.
1: What, so do you do, like, a cheese, like, sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, mm. like,
0: some cashews, nutritional yeast, and... um. Forget the other ingredients, but go check it out on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, But it's just heaven.
1: (laughs) Cashews and nutritional yeast is like, oh, so good. (laughs) And then my favorite
0: sweet one would have to be my chocolate cake with um, chocolate avocado icing. Oh my God. Yum. (laughs) It probably sounds a bit weird to some people, (laughs) the whole avocado icing thing, but I'm telling you right now. It
1: is 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, so good. My mum <laughs> loves doing avocado icing and she like won't tell my brother or my dad that she's done it and they eat it and they're like, yum, and she's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> Literally. Um. So because I'm a nutritionist, I'm a little bit pervy in the way that like I just love hearing people's day on a plate. So what is a typical day on the plate for you?
0: Well, I'm pretty too routine, honestly, like for – my breakfast, at least. So I'll always have my smoothie, mm-hmm. protein smoothie, because I always do exercise in the morning. So I always need to like replenish everything kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. lately, I've been having my three-ingredient pancakes.
1: So, yeah, I've been seeing that.
0: <laughs> they're just so quick and easy. Mm. And then for lunch, I'll usually cook like, a bit of a stir-fry or something like that with tofu or like chickpeas or something. But it just depends how much time I have to like get ready for school. Mm-hmm. And then afternoon tea I usually have some yogurt, like the YoPro ones, but my hot tip is if you're a chocolate like me, I always add like a teaspoon of cacao and then mix it in and then it's just like chocolate yogurt. Yum. It's so good. But I also have like either a protein bowl or, like, a bliss bowl or something with it because it doesn't really fill me up enough. <laughs> but then oh for dinner, it's kind of always different because it's whatever the family's having. So it could be, like, spaghetti bolognese or, well, I usually try to stick away from red meat, but sometimes if the family's having it, like, whoop-dee-doo. Yeah. Or a stir-fry or nachos or mac and cheese or something like that and then for dessert i always have to have dessert it'll either be like chocolate or some more yogurt or some fruit or just like something sweet <laughs> something to satisfy the cravings
1: yeah i'm i'm like that too i like to have something sweet before bed it just makes me really excited it's bad how excited food makes me
0: <laughs> oh i'm so with you <laughs>
1: So I wanted to ask you as well, you still live your your family. Did they do you guys all eat the same thing? Are they super healthy? How do you navigate eating healthy if that's not what your family's doing?
0: Well, my dad and my brother are completely different compared to my mum and I. They mm-hmm. like no matter how much, we try and make the meat healthy like they just won't and like I've accepted that like honestly that's just who they are and that is fine like they're happy with their diets having their twisties and their chips and everything (laughs) but mum and I tend to eat a lot healthier and a lot more veggies and everything but Mm -hmm. if they're having like a meal that I don't particularly really want to eat I'll usually just make my own yeah and it can be kind of hard though because like sometimes mum does get like a little bit offended like Lily, why don't you just eat this? But I guess it's just like finding a balance. Yeah. And like I am super lucky that mum will buy like tofu or like any like extra kind of things that I like. But I guess, yeah, mum usually cooks dinner, so it's usually quite healthy.
1: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, well, I just remember that being a little bit challenging when when I was younger and still living at home and I was working full time and I really, that was when I was like really, really hardcore, like eating super healthy. Um, And I was always having different things to them. But now it's been really great because I think what's changed is instead of worrying about, I don't know, I think I used to focus on the wrong things, but since studying, I really try and like build my plate with lots of vegetables or, and they have that anyway. So it's about like, using the vegetables that they have and if they have something with gluten in it, they usually try and make something gluten free for me as well because I'm celiac. Um yeah, that so, would be really but hard. yeah, it is tricky, but they're so good about it. Like they always they'll call me at the supermarket and be like, I'm gonna read you the ingredients. Tell me if anything has gluten in it. And it's just oh. it's so cute. I know, but like I feel like that's not the reality for a lot of people. And I think one barrier to people getting healthier and starting a healthier lifestyle is when they're still living with other people who maybe don't Live that lifestyle as well. So it's really good that, like, your mum yeah, is into 100%. it as well.
0: Yeah, I honestly am so lucky. Like, mm. And always getting like fresh fruit and veg because she um, works for Lint. So she's always in Woolies and in Coles. So, like, I'm super lucky that she can just pick up whatever I need if I just text her or something. Yeah, that's so
1: good. She sounds like a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, she is a babe. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Um, and what about when it comes to other people starting a healthy lifestyle, what would you say was the thing that helped you the most? Like, do you think the sugar film, like, was that something that really like helped you?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just like educating myself, but it is kind Mm -hmm. of hard for me to like answer that question just because I have always been quite healthy. Like mum and dad have always wanted that kind of lifestyle for us, Mm -hmm. but Yeah, I would definitely say just educating yourself and not going straight from eating macos every second day to just cutting everything out, everything plant-based. Like, you just need to gradually implement healthier options. And, like, that doesn't mean that one day you'll just eat clean everything. Like, you have to have, like, those soul foods to make, like, if that's what you want, like, to make yourself happy.
1: Oh, 100%. And I think, I say this all the time, but I think as soon as there's restriction, there's binge around the corner. And if you're trying to deprive yourself, then it's never going to work. Like, you're always going to end up binging. But I think what people find, and I feel like what you've found as well with the healthy alternatives, you stop craving the actual, like, crappy stuff, and you get excited about having a bowl of, like, vegetables. Do you know what I mean? And it sounds- it, It sounds silly. Like, I feel like if you're not there, if people aren't there yet, they're like, shut up I won't ever feel that honestly yeah but honestly that's what our bodies are hardwired to eat like in the caveman days we didn't have like McDonald's (laughs) around the corner so that's what our bodies are made to be eating yeah like I haven't had McDonald's in
0: about two years and like honestly if you put it because my favorite used to be a chalky thick shake if you put it in front of me today like I wouldn't even drink it like Mm. like I would but like I don't
1: crave it <laughs> <laughs> or anything like I that. wouldn't even drink it. I would, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not to, to myself, but oh well. <laughs> No, I get you. I made myself a smoothie this morning and it had like zucchini and spinach in it. And it, then I had used like chalk peanut butter protein, peanut butter cacao. And it honestly tasted so good that I was like, I don't understand. Like yeah. I know that out, outside looking in, you'd be like, that's disgusting. She has like three mm-hmm. serves of vegetables in that drink, but it's so delicious. Exactly.
0: But then me and my friends were actually talking about it at school the other day and we were saying, I actually think my taste buds have like fully adapted. Like some things that I think taste brilliant, they think it just tastes revolting.
1: Mm. (laughs) Like
0: I've even built up my tolerance to now my chocolate's like 85%. So that's a bit extreme. Like a lot of people probably won't get to that, but I
1: don't know. I feel like your taste buds do evolve. Oh, 100%. And I feel like when people ask me, because um, I haven't had gluten in so long, um, mm-hmm. they would ask me like, oh, like, is that, does that gluten-free pasta, does that gluten-free bread like taste as good? And I'm like, I honestly don't remember what it like, what the others taste like, like buckwheat pasta, I think is such a great alternative to pasta. Um, and it tastes yeah. to me, I love it. I actually prefer it to when, like, sometimes when I'm at home, they uh, my family get me like, oh, this is really nice, like linguine gluten-free handmade pasta. That's I'm not talking about that, but, like, just normal, like, um, from the pasta aisle just made yeah. gluten-free, so it's, like, quite processed. I would prefer the buckwheat to that, like, in terms of taste. So yeah, I'm be- also like that.
0: Because they have a chickpea one as well, and I, hands down, like it better.
1: <laughs> mm. Or like the red lentil pasta, like so yeah. yummy. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: But when were you diagnosed
0: with the celiac disease?
1: So I wasn't diagnosed until, it was last year, I think September is when I got oh, diagnosed. Yeah. But I... So I wasn't eating gluten very much at all. And if I did, it would be like I'd message my boyfriend and be like, "Mm, being cheeky, I'm going to have a chicken (laughs) nugget. And like literally one chicken nugget would make me feel so unwell. Um, And then it wasn't until we went for a family holiday in Cairns and I was just eating like what everyone else was eating and I was getting pasta. Like I was like, YOLO, whatever, like I'm on (laughs) holidays. And I got so unwell, like I would have to, I had to go home early from dinner and I was like hunching over and I'd go in bed and just like, I was in so much pain. Like my stomach was so painful. And as soon as I got back from Cairns, I was like, booked myself into the doctor and I went in there and I was like, I'm pretty sure I have celiac disease. And like, I'm the doctor's worst nightmare because like, (laughs) I feel like I try and diagnose myself. Like I'm obviously not qualified. Like, yes, I'm a nutritionist, but I was like, please, please test me. And I don't know what it is about some doctors, but they just don't want to test you for shit. And I was like, I promise I have celiac disease. Like I feel so sick when I have gluten. And um, to get tested for celiac disease, you need to be eating gluten because otherwise you don't have – because this is an autoimmune disease, you don't have the antibodies um floating around if you haven't been eating it because there's no reaction to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So even though I had barely been eating gluten and I had had a little bit just from that time in cans, it was enough to show up that I was positive um for the gene. Um, and I did have the antibodies present so then the next step was to then go get surgery so I had to get a gastroscopy to get a biopsy of my small intestine to see if I had celiac disease it's a very long story I'm sorry yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then nobody was getting back to me about my results and I was in Melbourne I got tested in Wangaratta so I was driving back and forth calling back and forth um, and then I finally got a hold of them and the doctor said that I had to come in and talk to her. And she was like, the nurse tried to call you and say that you didn't have celiac disease because she was looking through And what they do is they have a look um, at the small intestine, just like visually. And usually, if if you've been eating a lot of gluten, you can see a lot of damage and that indicates celiac disease, but they also take a biopsy. Yep. So I didn't have much damage, which is a really great thing, which means like I've, I've been able to heal myself quicker than someone who had a lot of damage. But they didn't actually go into where it had the biopsy and that was positive. So my doctor, the nurse said to the doctor, oh, is it cool if I just call her and tell her her results over the phone? And she's like, oh, I'll just have a quick look. And lucky she did because I was actually positive. Um, So it was a very big thing. But, yeah, I haven't had gluten since um, because I really ate it it very rarely. Um, So probably around March last year was the last time I really ate gluten knowingly anyway. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I would love
0: to get intolerance test, though. Like, I know that sounds weird, but I've honestly contemplated asking for it for, like, my birthday because I know that they're really expensive.
1: Oh, yeah. or like, hormone testing and stuff. Aren't we such nerds? (laughs) I know. I just think it'd be so interesting. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I find that so fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. I want to talk about fitness quickly. How do you keep yourself active? Like, what is your favorite things to do? You said you work out every morning, but what does that entail?
0: I honestly love running and, like, cardio. I know that's, like, the new things, like, weights and everything. But I go to swimming twice a week, and Mm -hmm. I'm not the fastest swimmer at all. But I just really enjoy it, like, just swimming up and down the pool. It's weird. (laughs) And then I really like running because I'll do workouts maybe probably only once or twice a week, like, as in, like, circuit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. um but I think it's just because like when I start running like you can't just stop like when you stop like you finish the run whether like yeah. when I do like hit workouts or whatever like you know you have your break and then I just find it not as motivating like when I start like I just keep going otherwise I don't know I kind of just give up and just go on my phone
1: <laughs> but then how far do you usually run
0: um I've definitely upped the Ks since being in, like, isolation just because, you know, there was nothing else to do on the day. So, (laughs) (laughs) but now it's probably, like, I'm aiming to do one 10K run a week. And then I think the other ones are usually, like, around 6Ks. So, it's nothing extreme, but, like, they're good for me. But I do surf life-saving, like the ski paddling component. Mm -hmm. So, that's usually during the week. Um, once it goes back, I'll be doing that three afternoons. And then if I feel like going to board training and I don't have any homework or anything, then I'll go to that on a Tuesday and Thursday. So the schedule is pretty hectic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds it. But I like that you, instead of, I don't know, a lot of the, a lot of the people who I talk to are in the gym, like four to five times a week, but you're like, yeah, like I just genuinely have an active lifestyle. And I re I think that's really, really cool. I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so it's time for our last segment, which is quick cues. So I haven't sent these to you. They're just rapid fire, first thing that comes to your head. Pressure's on. (laughs) Okay. Winter or summer? Summer. (laughs) That's an easy one. Sunrise (laughs) or sunset? Sunrise. Weekend or weekday? Weekend. Night in or night out? Night in. (laughs) Beach or city? Beach. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that as well. Breakfast or dinner? (laughs) and bath or shower shower really yeah I don't know it was a tough one I like the occasional bath I love baths and my house at the moment where I'm renting doesn't have a bath and I really miss it but I feel like I would be sad if I could never have a shower again (laughs) (laughs) like if I had to only have baths I can't fit in my bath so I get kind of cold (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's too small. My legs just hang off the sides.
1: Oh yeah, no, you got it. You've got to have a deep bath. Like I want a, i want a small pool. When I build my house, I want like, like when a I move out, have a small pool. Part of the
0: criteria.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have a wave pool in my bathroom. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, okay, Lily. That wraps up all of my questions. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to you. <laughs> you too it was so fun but uh so my listeners can find you where what's your handles and like your youtube and stuff like that
0: oh so my instagram is at lily Turton fit and my youtube is at lily Turton.
1: perfect i'll link them below thanks again thank you Bye. bye that's a wrap on another episode of the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope to enjoy this interview with Lily. If you'd like to support this podcast, please leave me a rating and review. It really, really helps. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Until then, I wish you happiness and real health.